morning, campers. Welcome to Camp Good Boy. Two. I got. I've missed the past two weeks, and you want to know why? Is because uh, I, I kind of like doing it at night now. Oh, I think, we were I, think back, I need to switch to. Nighttime. I think we're back at night because uh, Comet's been fucking me. Oh no! I was doing them during the day, but now Comet just has like grim on all day. Oh, whatever God. whatever okay. that show is. Well, no, it was so. I have to say, I was like, it, it has been um, missed. By the way, I missed the pod for the last two weeks. I yeah, thought there I'm might sure. have been a listeria breakout at camp. <laughs> no, well, it's. I was enjoying doing it during the day again because of the Comet and the movies, and then something fishy happened around. Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe mid strike. So oh, what was right. that like? June. They started playing Star, like Stargate or Spygate. No, that there was show one is. day I was here, and it was like it went from like a great movie, like um, what was it, Disturbing Behavior with the I did, kids? Yeah, I think so. Uh, with the with the with the janitor and the Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I was like, this is a great. This is the kind of common movie. But then. A couple times I was here, it was just garbage TV shows. No, I know, so I'm kind of tired of it, but I don't want it to be a Seinfeld pod. Yeah, no, we can't do um, that because so we'll be I, competing with way, way, way <laughs> too oh, many yeah, pods, and they're, all, and they're all probably better rated than us. And uh, and this podcast is already a pod uh, about nothing. Yeah, I know. And, uh, <laughs> but um, what do you mean pod about nothing? I have to say, like the switch to nighttime, it was funny <laughs> because I uh, driving over here this evening actually. It's five o'clock LA time, a little after five, but it's pitch black outside. Yeah. Love you. Love your Los Angeles falls. No, well, this one's been so hot. This has been the year of the, the nothing's made sense weather wise this year. No, like I nothing. know. But there, but because we're out of a drought, it doesn't feel as dire. That's if that true. makes sense. I mean, I'm dri- I mean, I feel like last year it was really hot and I was driving around and every time it was super hot, you were like, Oh man, another little piece of California is dying a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. But, uh, but it was fun parking tonight because it was much harder, a much harder to find parking. I'm like, Ooh, nighttime pod. Right. Two dirt bags are out like in front of their, in front of their apartments. I can feel like a nice <laughs> Friday night dirt bag vibe beginning to take well, hold of my campers. Are Hollywood. As- campers are asleep. No, I know. <laughs> Well, yeah, the young campers are asleep. Clearly, the older campers have, are, are, you know, are st- like the uh, spiked uh, Kool Aid they were drinking in the cafeteria this evening is starting to take hold. Uh, well, actually, I think there's campers out probably sleeping on the sidewalk now that they, that's the nighttime. The, uh, <laughs> there's some tents outside. It's um, no, well, you know what it was is I was uh, I was enjoying the daytime pod because I need to talk about some some camp updates. I was enjoying the daytime pod, but then when work picked up. I was like, I want to wake up, take her out, and just get right to work. Right. And the pod was kind of interfering with that. So I'm like, why don't I just move it to fucking... Why do I? Why, why do I have to do it at ten a.m.? Like, <laughs> let's move it to five, six, whenever. And, yeah, for and, those for, for those employed writers, uh, you know, we really, you know, it's hard when you're that's working the thing, again. Exactly. It I was mean, like summer is over. And seriously, yeah, we're we're back to school and uh, we're back to camp and so and so so there's that and then I'm I've been toying with going to twice a month. Instead of every week. Oh wow! But I might not have to do that with the time change now. Moving up tonight. Yeah, I mean, it was the day. It was it was completely like fucking my day up. I know, and, and and honestly, once a week is great. Literally, uh, last week, um, last week was a bit of a dirtbag week because Halloween was on Tuesday, so I went trick or treating on Tuesday. Um, I'm old now, you know, so even like a few cocktails during the week throws my whole week off. Right, right. Like, so I had a few cocktails trick or treating. With the kiddos, and then um, had a bit of a had a bit, felt rough on Wednesday. Not going to lie, and then um, Wednesday, I get a call to meet up uh, with some real troublemaking dirtbags in Silver Lake. So I head over to Silver Lake, but this is like classic dirtbag behavior. Um, not by me. The dirtbag that called me, she was like, "I'm at this bar." So I literally go to this bar. 
Which and bar? Cafe Stella. Oh, I know that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it used to be a great restaurant. I mean, when was, like, back in the day, it was like one of the one of the great LA restaurants. It's a big bumble date spot, I think. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> back in the day, was it, when I was when I was you know in my early early days in LA, that was a great take your parents get your parents to take you to dinner spot. Got it. Wait, they don't have food there anymore? Oh, well, I don't know. I haven't been to the uh, restaurant in probably 10 years, but the, there's the bar there now. So I went to the bar. I'm at the bar and I'm like, where is this person? Uh, this is really annoying because, you know, it's not easy for me to get out the night after Halloween. And then she goes, I'm at this other bar. I forget the name of that bar, but it was like seven blocks in the opposite direction. I go there and then she could text me again. She goes, no, I'm at this bar. And I literally, Jesus I was literally, well, well, I thought then I got kind of annoyed cause I was like, Oh, this is revenge because like a couple months earlier she had asked me to meet up and I said I would. And then I bailed on the last minute cause my wife's like, you're not going anywhere. I'm like, okay, fine. And then I was like, I'm not going. She's like, well, I'm fucking here. So I'm like, Oh, this wow. is your revenge. This story has a point, campers. Don't worry. It's like, um, it's like the uh, professor in Whiplash. Li- that fucking <laughs> yeah. J.K. S- yeah. What's his name? J.K. Simmons. Yeah. yeah, totally fucking with me. But finally, <laughs> but finally, I get to the bar and oh, there she is. And I go to the bar and I like walk in, say something hilarious and pithy almost immediately. And then the person she goes with looks at me, gives me a look, and she goes, "Camp, good boy." Ooh. And wait, I, the person she was with. Yeah, the person she was with, not my not my friend. The person she was with. Uh, she goes. Camp good boy. Wow. And I was like, yes. I, n- by the way, uh, nothing like nothing makes me happier in the world than like my camp good boy celebrity. I got, I, I got noticed at a SoFi stadium. Really? At a chargers game. Amazing. Yes. I, I'm walking out of a chargers game and someone's like, yo camp good boy. I'm like, wait a second. There's got like, I'm definitely the only person affiliated with a camp good boy here. And he, I, he just, I had no idea who he was. And he's just like, yo. And I go over and be like, yo, who the fuck are you? He's like, uh, I was like, what's your handle? Cause that's the only way that right, I right. know people. And I forget what it was, but I was like, wow. To get like spotted at a fucking oh. NFL game. Well, this was really I exciting. Felt, I felt more like oh. cooler than like Justin Please. Herbert. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I could give a fuck if you like, are like, Hey, did you write, you know, episode 74 of that shit stain thing or whatever. And I'm like, sure. I, but when somebody is says to you, says to me, Nick Scott camp, good boy, it, or it your voice. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. So this girl goes, your voice, your voice. I was like, literally I, I, all my anger about the wild goose chase. Oh, from my that, dirt right, pack right. friend out the window. You, you could have just gotten into a car wreck and like broken your leg. But it didn't like, matter. Oh, Somebody's like, are you camp? Good boy. Are you, are what's, you political? Wait, their, their handle? But here's the problem. I don't remember their handle, their name, anything because the dirt bag and I ended up going out. It's like, I'm like a pair of fellow dirt bags. We went out to some other bar. It was a long night. Like yeah, I, really. I, I, I capped off Halloween with like a 3 a.m. or, uh, well, I mean, it is. Uh, it was like a real natives' night. Get oh. started natives' night early. Yeah, but a three a.m. or on a Wednesday night when you have kids to get to school at six a.m. the next day and work. Yeah, and you yeah. know, literally, right. I just remember being. I remember. I, I mean, I guess like what award show is during the week? Like, unless you just won like a cable ace award, or <laughs> something. Well, uh, most. I mean, most. I, f- I feel. Well, I don't. I just remember it was funny. I mean, it's a classic Hollywood move. I remember got young guns on. Oh, by the this way. is great. Is young that guns. Terry O'Quinn? That is. Terry O'Quinn. Whoa. I yeah. Didn't know that. I haven't seen this movie in a really long time. Terry O'Quinn. Yeah, oh man. Gun. Yeah. They just slaughter the poor guy. Terry O'Quinn right in, right from stepfather. Probably, probably because this probably year was the same year. Probably. Yeah. Or this, this might've been the same year as stepfather too. 
Oh, Jack Palance. Wow, what a fucking This is cast. great. Jack Palance is about to... Yeah, this is a great cast. Terrence Stamp was in this. Wait, and this is about... Because Emilio Estevez plays Billy, Billy the, the Kid. That's oh, right, okay. yeah. And then who does... Oh, man. Great soundtrack. And this... I mean, John Bon Jovi did Young Guns too. Right, Oh, nice. Right. We're going to have that one well, after this. Perfect. Oh, yeah. I love Palance. Yeah, Palance is a great bad guy in this. I think he would probably drop a little quicker than he did, but... Uh. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> they got to get a good close-up so we know he got hit in the head. But wait, so... Uh, so he plays Billy the Kid. Then who does Charlie Sheen and Kiefer Sutherland play? Uh, they, do they well, play famous? I mean, I mean, this is based. I mean, again, I, I from my extensive knowledge of the West. Uh, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, I feel like this is like a real war, though, a real cattle war. This is where Billy the Kid made his name. Young Guns too, as far as I know, hews more closely to the actual story. Oh, got it. Okay. Of, Which is rare for a sequel. You think the sequel would just like go off the rails? Yeah, no. And well, the sequel does go kind of off the rails. I mean, this movie is just flat off the rails, but then you watch it and you're like, oh, this is like a great movie. And they got everything in this movie. Peyote drug scene. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I mean, well, when I see, I saw this when I was a kid, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just no, knew, I, I just know. knew my mother, Billy the Kid my, was. Well, my mom was, my mom is still a great... A uh, weed smoker, you know, one of my favorite stories growing up was she talked about taking acid and driving across the Golden Gate Bridge. Love you, Ma. But, um, but, um, that's a bold adventure. Big time. <laughs> I don't know, though. I feel like it'd be more of a bold adventure these days if, if, if I believe the press, apparently. Well, everybody's going along the Golden Gate Bridge now is probably like microdosing because of all the <laughs> fucking microdosing that goes on up there. So it's probably not that. Yeah, uh, microdosing or sleeping or sleeping, uh, you know, finding, you know, or, or pitching a tent. Do uh, almost people sleep? Sleep on the Golden no, Gate Bridge. I doubt it. No way. That's yeah, that's that's ballsy. Um, but anyway, uh, I but sorry, campers. So I, I I feel like I missed most of October, which is my favorite month. But uh, I had work shit going on, and uh, it was so fucking hot in October. It was I feel like hot, I wasn't able hot. to really enjoy like. The season. I wanted like more like sweater weather. Wow. I know. Like, I'm, I'm forcing the sweater weather right now. I wear a sweater with shorts. Oh, there you go. I mean, the temperature. Listen, the temperature is dropping when the sun goes down. No, it's like it 50 is. degrees. Yeah, it it, is. It's, you know, I mean, I've, I've seen some scarves out there. But People getting um, ready. People wow, are getting ready. I kind of miss movies starting with that Morgan Creek. Oh, yeah, no, it's nice. The the old Morgan Creek. Uh, this. With that. Uh, yeah, the, the Robin title Prin- card. The Robin Hood Prince of Themes. Oh, they didn't have it yet. That's um, that's uh, that was that's a sign of a really powerful movie because there was this the themed song to the theme music of Robin Hood Prince of Thieves became the theme song for Morgan Creek right is, just yeah I feel like I remember that just the horn like yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's powerful that's yeah. inf- that's real influence yeah big time I but, mean uh, I feel like that was their biggest movie I paid for paid for a couple had of, to, yeah it had paid to. for a couple of Malibu mansions for a couple of years. But uh, so then you got Christian Slater in this one. That's right, Slater. But but again, John, this one was. I remember this one primarily for the John Bon Jovi soundtrack. Peters. It was a good song, yeah. Um, wow, and look at that title up. Yeah, wow, <laughs> Young Guns. But too. it was these movies like Alan uh, Ruck is in. Uh, he just crashed his car in Hollywood. Yeah, drove right into a Ruffellos. Was he drunk? Uh, no, I don't think so. That no, that, that video was fucking insane. He was driving a Rivian too. Oh, I know. Respect right. that. Car. I know. I know. It's <laughs> totally. expensive. Very expensive. Wow, Viggo Viggo Mortensen. Mortensen. Holy shit! Wow, what a cast in this one too. Bradley Whitford too. Well, going by you- Brad Whitford <laughs> back then. He got serious and then he added the Lee. Look, I can't be serious. No one's taking me serious. Is Brad? No, it's true. It's true. Can you imagine if Bradley Cooper went by Brad? Brad Cooper sounds like your neighbor's son. Or yeah, something. it really does. Hey, Brad. Hey, you know you wouldn't even go. You wouldn't even call him Brad. You'd be like, Yo, Coop. John Bon. Yeah, John Bon Jovi. Wanted dead or alive. Yeah. 
music. Uh, and we know when Alan Silvestri does the music, it's pretty good. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember now this one, they do it all in like a flashback. I feel like this old guy, but there were, the there were three movies. There was young guns that had like the Kiefer Sutherland, Charlie Sheena Estevez. And then there was uh mobsters with Patrick Dempsey, Christian Slater. Oh God. And yeah. then there was that uh, one. Does the, that movie does not hold up. And then the, no, bad, guy, sure the bad guys in that one, instead of like uh, Jack Palance, they couldn't get Jack Palance. So they got, um, they got Anthony Quinn. In, the old Zorba, in, the Greek guy. In gangster, in mobsters. In mobsters yeah. Got it, got it. Um, and then you had The Three Musketeers, which had Charlie Sheen and Kiefer Sutherland in it as well. Oh, really? That was like a three-movie run that these young... Were they a pack? Did they have a name? That like late 80s, early 90s Sheen, I don't know, but I'm, I'm just completely dying of <laughs> laughter because I forget that this guy comes out of the desert. He's like 150 years old, and he's looking at cars... From the, I don't even know. In the, it must be the fifties. Oh, is he is, now? Is he an old? Uh, there's is he Brad a, Whitford. Is he an old gun? No, <laughs> I think he's a really old gun. So the young gun's gone from me. Old. He's. Like, I just rode in from eighteen eighty seven. So this is one of the guns. That, that's I just believe that's out. Emilio yeah. Estevez. Okay, got it. Playing Billy the Kid, but about to tell him a story. Got it. Okay. Oh, that's it. That's an interesting cold open. Very interesting. And he's got a gun. And that, yeah, look at Brad Whitford. He could have gone by Bradley here. He looks like old. He doesn't look that young. Yeah, he looks. Brad, Bradley Whitford has looked the same age. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I had a nice conversation with Bradley Whitford the last time I was in New York. At, oh, really? At the old watering hole. Um, Joe Allen. We, we knew a mutual, oh, mutual that's a friend. Big, big theater bar. Yeah, yeah. And he was coming out. I had had, you know, enough drinks to be like, Bradley. That's uh, we know so and so. You know what? I've never had a drunken conversation with an actor. No, those are the best. Yeah, like, I, need, I, I mean a famous one. I mean any actor of note. It doesn't even need to be famous. I'd rather it be like Bradley Whitford. Yeah, yeah. You just not a celebrity, but just like a kind of a known actor. Yeah, yeah. Get a yeah. little, get a little boozy, um, have a conversation. I mean, I've had millions. I've had me. See, I've had meetings, but I've never had that like drunk night. I mean, I've had meetings. Yeah, I've tons. Yeah, plenty. Of, obviously, meetings, but like. There's nothing better than like you're just had a few and you're just, you know, we should have approached Patrick Bergen that night. Yeah, we really should at, have. At uh, Dantana's because we were all flying. He was really flying. Oh, we could have convinced him to break into Julia Roberts' house. <laughs> just fucking do the, <laughs> let's just do, do it all over. Let's do, can we do Sleeping the Enemy 2? The real, the real thing? That, uh, um, uh, wow. So, okay. So young guns too. That's a, so that is Estevez. They didn't, I turned try to Irishman him older. They just, just or throw young, the makeup well, and again, the prosthetics Billy the kid on. was by all accounts murdered by Pat Garrett shot in the back. Okay. So I, I feel like if I recall, um, I mean, that's definitely Emilio Estevez and actually decent makeup. Yeah, that is pretty good. Um, actually. and, um, the, and, uh, and and I, I you know but I feel like in this one they're sort of maybe hinting that maybe Billy the Kid wasn't killed. Oh, okay, got it. I I mean, yeah, they don't really get into Billy the Kid's backstory in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, they no, definitely, really, no, definitely they not. Don't go too deep. Um, but uh, but another camp update to go back is uh, I'm gonna so I get your DMs in because I'm taking a break from Instagram in Whoa. January. Oh, nice. I'm just doing an Instagram cleanse in January. You're just gonna get off of it. I need I need to get off. So camp will be closed in January. Yeah, it's about a good time. Dry, you know, I do dry January, so that's that's always a good time to to, to shut things down. 
I don't want to shut camp down. I just got to get off Instagram. I got, I got to take a breather. What are you doing on there all the time? Uh, really Do nothing. That's a lot thing, of like memes nothing. or a lot no, of liking? I haven't, I haven't been posting that many memes because I, I, all my ideas are going to work right now. But uh, I just need a breather. I haven't had to take an Instagram break since... 2017 and I well, lo- I've taken I myself it. I've taken myself off of Facebook completely. Oh yeah, I'm not like I'm Facebook. I'm done. Like I'm out. I'm done. Like the other day I was getting yelled at. My wife was like, "You didn't you didn't celebrate our anniversary or our birthday on Facebook." I'm like, "Honey, if you, I, I don't know if you noticed, I am no longer on Facebook." Well, um, that, that getting off that um, felt great. And taking the Instagram break in 27 Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, never trust. My big issue though with the Young Guns 2 if I recall, you know, Young Guns was a good R-rated movie. Oh, did they PG thirteen? And I think they PG thirteen this one. You can't PG thirteen a western. I want to hear. I want to know about the syphilis and yeah, uh, no, but you also, but I, but you, you, it's also really hard. You, I always find it annoying. You can't go from an R rate. You can't start R and go PG thirteen. No, like, you, you can't. can't go backwards. Like if you're gonna go hard, like Toxic the Toxic Avenger did this. Like if the, 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 you the first go back one's to the original, R. the first one's the first a hard one's like first, X. I don't even might be, but the first Toxic Avenger is like. So fucking hysterical. It's probably the hardest R. It's also really bad. I was watching it the other night and it was crack. I was cracking. I'm so excited for the, for the, for the reboot. Oh, right. Right. Um, but, um, I watched it. It's still hysterical. I mean, and just in like how bad it is, this was like, that was just like a classic, like I'm just going to grab a camcorder. Oh, well, all those trauma movies. Yeah. And just get the biggest dirt bags to just behave like a dirt bag. And it's like, it all takes place in Jersey. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's got real, it's a real dirty jurors, really dirty, it's real Jersey dirtbag. No, yeah, that, but that movie is incredible. Yeah, I mean, amazing. I first saw that when I was like, like Brandon and his friends showed me that movie when I was probably in like, like the eight, grade. nine. Yeah, I mean, I saw it around the same. And my brother, my brother was definitely eight. I was like eleven, and I was like, oh god. And but I loved it so much. But then I remember I, there was Toxic Avenger two, and then like a Toxic Avenger three. But it got really wacky. Like uh-huh. I mean, he goes to Japan. It's like Toxie goes to Japan. Like Trauma made some money. Oh, you know what? I think I've seen that. Yeah, but it was clear the producers were like stoked. Like. Go to Tokyo and make a movie, and it's going to be fucking great. And, and blah, then there blah, was blah. A, it was a Saturday morning cartoon, Toxic Crusaders. They went, I know, and it was like it went backwards in time, and like it literally. I remember right, right. one. I remember one scene. I think it was. It had to be because you know culture, cultural sensitivity did not exist back in uh, no, back not. in the trauma days. So, but at one point, like Toxy, um, is that his name? Yeah, Toxy. Oh, I, I Toxy, forgot Toxy. Well, originally his name I think was like Melvin. I think yeah right right no right. But I forget what his last name was but in but talk when he's Toxie Toxie takes like a steaming hot like fish thing like a I don't remember and he puts it on a guy's nose and he squeezes it uh-huh. and when he takes off the the squeezer thing the guy's nose is shaped and burned like a fish but it's like really silly and I was like wait a minute. In Toxic Avenger, the first one, he draw. There's a fat, like a brutally fat guy, not the fat, fat mayor, but there's another fat guy who's literally just dealing cocaine, cocaine in the gym. <laughs> like people are just doing blow and smoking cigarettes in the gym, but he drops the weights yeah. on a guy's head. Yeah. Right. But it takes the guy, the half of the guy's head off, and it's the one of the grossest things I've ever seen. And it's almost as bad as when they it's run hardcore. over the little kid. And oh, the movie's so right. violent and hardcore. So then you can't go backwards from that. You have to sort of top. The grossness, and so I remember that when I when I remember I saw it, I'm like, it doesn't hold up because it's not as hard R. It's very, it's like you know, it's not the only good. the only possible explanation, and that, that it's weird that they would do that. The only possible explanation for and for people that live in LA, it's like 
They had to have gone to a cookout in Malibu and been like, the, uh, there was definitely something like Culver gotta, City's not get, cutting let, it. Let's get into a room. We got to get into, we, we got to get into a room and uh, we got, we got to figure out how we can squeeze a few more uh, bucks out of this. Yeah. Thing. We need to go a little bit more four quadrants. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, you know, I mean like the hard R shit just doesn't work. We got to go, we got to go, uh, we got to go softer. And I'm like, you can't go hard R and then go soft R or no, God forbid PG 13. You can go PG 13 to soft R, but you can't, you can't reverse it. Well, the, uh, the, the lethal weapon. I mean, the first lethal weapon's so dark. It's a great movie, but it's like heavy. And then the and then the fourth one is just like I feel like um, like in Gary Marshall directed it. It's like really like happy and fun and silly. Like Chris Rock is in it, but that first one is like you got that saxophone. It's a real dreary movie. I mean, I love it, but it's not. Uh, it's no, not. Yeah. It's not that family. No, friendly. I mean, I remember reading like in the original. In the original, sorry. Uh, uh, in the no, but I remember in the original Lethal Weapon Two script, Shane Black. I think everyone died. Oh, well, he was just. Or, like or do, Riggs definitely died. It was like got much it. darker, brutal. And then, and then, and no, and no, clear, no, because again, like they focus tested it, and everyone was clearly like, we like the banter between Riggs and Murtos. We got to banter it up. Yeah, I mean, I get, but again, you see though when those when the, when that money starts rolling in, you because you you don't you want the second yeah. one to make. I mean, I guess the the originals usually always make the most, but you just want to keep that gravy train rolling. I had that conversation <laughs> with my daughter today because she was asking about. Um, the sequel to something, uh, she said, did they make a sequel to it? I said, Maya, they're coming out with Inside Out 2. Oh, I and, saw I, that. and I said to her, I said, whenever you see a two behind the title, that means you know the first one did well. Yeah, that's good. Not gonna, par- that's I mean, good great parenting, great parenting. <laughs> it's a lot better than the old parenting skills that I remember uh, Brandon was quite uh, fond of, which was driving around naming different homeless people. I don't remember that. Yeah, a lot, like during the during COVID, try I try to use try to get my kid to get out of the house. We would bike around the empty streets oh, wait, of LA. I, think I do remember this. And um, and you know the homeless people really scared her. And I would be like, "Come on, we can give them names." And mm-hmm. there was like, there was like uh, a guy who looked like a pirate. He was like Georgie Longbeards. <laughs> right, There's a guy right. who lives on your street who I see all the time. I call him Bartleby. I it's weird. I haven't been. By the way, Vine is out of control these days. I haven't. I, you know what? I don't go that. I don't go up. I don't go north of uh, Santa Monica because that's where it gets hairy. Well, it, this was between Santa Monica and I would say this street. I won't name it because God forbid. I know all those Camp Goodboy <laughs> fans will will come streaming down the road. I mean, there was a guy jerking off with his pants around his ankles. Oh wait, you know what? I take it back. I saw a dude. With his pants down outside of the CVS over there. Yeah, yeah. He, okay, and his same back guy. was to me. I like saw his ass. I'm like, yeah, well, uh, what are we doing? No, I know. I saw him. <laughs> and he was jerking off the other day. And as I was going to pick up my kid, and I saw another group of school kids heading in his direction. And I was going too fast. And there was a car too close behind me. But if I hadn't, if the guy behind me wasn't so close, I would have stopped the car and rolled down the window and said, kids, go the other way. Because this guy was jerking off with his pants around his ankle. Yesterday... I think it was yesterday. I was driving. I, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't like go. I can't drive the same route, pick up and drop off of my kid at school. Otherwise, I just go fucking crazy. So I like to mix it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right, right. And so, but yesterday, so I was heading down McCadden. So I drove down Hollywood Boulevard, took a left on McCadden. It was maybe it was either McCadden or Las. I think it was Las Palmas, not McCadden. I took a left, and uh, this guy charged my car. Wow. 
as I was driving, I was like, at first it was far enough away where I was like, is this really happening? And then I realized, oh, it was. And he, and I braked, he ran, he kept running. He ran all the way up to my car. So I had to brake. Then he walked right up to the window. It was a hundred degrees. So because I care about the environment, I had the air conditioner on high. Um, and he like was at my window and he looked at me and then he went like, and gave me a creepy smile. Oof. And my kids were like, dad, dad. And I was so mad because I had to break. I just started yelling like, what the fuck are you doing? And uh-huh. I started to roll down the window. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And my kids were like, dad, don't, don't. Wait, this was to school or picking up from school? This is behind the way home. This oh, was okay. like hot. This was like, you know, this was like hot afternoon LA time uh-huh. between like three and five. Yeah, it's like falling down. It really, there's a lot, there's a big falling down. By the way, a lot of falling down energy in the city right now. Well, because no, that's I'm the thing, because it's hot. Mostly for me, because I'm starting to feel like Michael Douglas and falling down. Well, it's fucking, uh, like, again, I wanted to, I, and I enjoyed October. I like horror movies every night. Uh, I carved a pumpkin, really went all out. Oh, nice. But I wasn't, it went by so quick because all I wanted was, I was like, can this day be over? Because I'm sick of it being 85 degrees. Now, Give right. me that 68. Give me 68 where like you can enjoy the, uh, no, you like that chill in the air. Yeah. Well, I, I can't watch a horror movie in hot weather. That doesn't work. <sighs> I know. <laughs> and, and, and now your parents aren't in, uh, in, in like dirty upstate New York anymore. So you don't, no, you don't you're yeah. not, you're not guaranteed that, that it was, that, a, it was a good October, but it was just frustrating. I wanted right. it to be a little cool. <laughs> no, I mean, look, the funny thing is I, Tough I life. like the one, I will say like one benefit of having one, one of the few benefits of having kids that you can probably count the benefits on like one hand but one of them is definitely seasons fall seasons from like <laughs> halloween all the way through christmas and right. i have to say like i go i go a little crazy i like i get into this shit like i mean halloween i've always loved i mean i always want i love horror movies um i actually like uh not to uh, humble brag like a like a tv pilot of mine is going to be transferred into like a horror movie which i'm kind of stoked about because i've never i've never uh I've never like written a horror movie, but it looks like it's going to happen, which is great. They're and, fun. Um, but I, anyway, but like, um, I was, I get, we got really into Halloween this year. I'm getting really into Thanksgiving and then I go fucking bonkers Christmas time. Well, you know this, right? Right. Like we have our own tradition and then I just do crazy. Shit. I just go crazy. I mean, and now I literally have trade. Tra- we have a tra- We have like full, we do the same Christmas every year and it's great now. In the desert, we go to the desert for the new year, like the week after Christmas. But then the oh, build right. up, okay. we you know we just do the build the build up. It's like decorations and parties. And no, all it's stuff. it's a fun time, but it's uh, it's more fun when it's a little more crisp out. This was like, I mean, this uh, this was like legit. It was fucking hot. It was yeah, too I've hot. been literally chained inside to my <laughs> desk all week. So I mean, I like I I mean, I went to the, I, like I literally I, I, I to keep myself going sane. Fatty Daddy Nikki Scuddy went to the gym like um, three times oh, this go. week. I'm going oh, to the gym done. a lot. There you um, go. Yeah, you know, trying to be an adult. What are you, what are you doing? Save, free, save, save my blow and my booze for the weekends. I do free weights. I mean, I have a trainer, so I do a lot of this high impact interval training. Oh, got it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I do. That's fucking that's what brutal. I, do here. I mean, I have the real sadist. Um, lovely guy, but he's a real sadist. What it, like? What's he got you doing? Well, like we could, we do like a circuit where we do like, we'll do, you'll do like 45 seconds, 15 second rest, three rounds. No, I mean, three times each. It's like the insanity workout. Yeah. And then you take a break. You do that. Like you sometimes, or sometimes you'll do six, you'll do all six 
straight 45, 15 rest. And then we always do like a three round burnout at the end. It's a 30 Ooh. minutes. It's really good. It's a really great deal. It's a great trainer. Great guy. Uh, and it's like it's literally 30, 30 minutes and it's and it's great. And you get it's and it's like you get everything you need in. And then on my off days, I'll go to the gym and jog and do some biking and some free weights. Got it. There you go. I mean, Wait, my, is doctor this every was, day? my doctor was very happy. I'm trying to work out. I, no, I work out with a trainer twice a week now. It used to be three times a week, but it wasn't working because it was too tough. And then I was partying too hard because I was so angry about it. Right. And those like 3 a.m.ers, that's tough. That's a tough workout the next day. Yeah, well, no, I don't worry. I never, I, but again, but then see, like, but if I work out with him twice a week and I go to the gym twice a week, the good thing about for me going to the gym is like, because I hate physical exercise so much mm-hmm. that it actually like, is like, it keeps me sober because it, it's well, like, I didn't work out today. So I'm enjoying this. And it's also a nighttime pod. So I'm enjoying this. Stiffing. See again, nighttime pods. You can have a cocktail big time, I, <laughs> big time. And for well, me, because it really COVID, gets this- we were doing them during, we were doing them during the day and we were enjoying it. And then I'm trying to think if it switched over to the night a little bit in 2021, maybe a little bit, but yeah, this daytime pod, it was, it was just fucking everything well, up. It was it just good. Was. I mean, listen, it was nice because it was like always bright and you were kind of no, bright. Yeah, You're in a right, good right, mood and, you, and, right. you, could, and you, you wouldn't like veer off the handle, but, I, but, but like nighttime is great and it's nice to have a drink, but yeah, but the thing about working out and not drink, it's like, I will not do, I will eat well and not drink cause I hate working out. So it better fucking count. See, and I, that's I, how I, my brain works. Cause it's like, I will absolutely, I'm like, I will not going to put any toxins in my body after this workout because it's like, otherwise, why did I work out? Cause what's the point? I love working out. Yeah. Well, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but not in like a fitness douche kind of way. I, it's just like, uh, cause that's the thing. It, it makes the vices better. It may, a drinking or maybe no, having yeah, like a, no, no, eating a full pizza. No, you don't want to <laughs> do, no, no, you don't want to do that. And you actually like, it's funny because as you get older, I was realizing it's like, I was saying to a buddy, a buddy of mine, um, we were talking today, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and, um, and, and, uh, and, uh, a guy, and a guy we know, RIP, uh, just passed away. And it was, it was because, you know, because of unhealthy life choices and, and, um, I, I, you know, I will be the first to admit, like I'm a fucking animal and, uh, (laughs) but I, I, you know, I've been starting to realize as I get older, you know, when you work out, it's like a different kind of high that you actually feel good. It's amazing. It's shocking. Well, like when I, I, cause I started doing Pilates and I, I fucking love it. Right on. Pilates. I, I do three days a week of jump rope and then one day Pilates. I take Thursday off. What? Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't work out. Do you, no, do no you, working do you, out on the do, weekends. Do you do any weightlifting? No. Well, okay. But I mean that Pilates, that's all like plank shit and like yeah, core yeah, shit. That, well, that's a lot of what this like high impact shit is. Well, it's my, a lot my of plank, jump yeah. rope, my jump rope is all in intervals. So I'll do like, I'll do like a, a minute 30 of straight jump rope and then like 15 second break. Wow. And then wow. like two minute jump rope and then like 20 second break. Oh, right on. It's an app. Oh, that's I do. Great. I do it right here. Do it right. No, where no, I, no, no. That's that, like the thing about my trainers. I work at home. I, I mean, I have, I have two, I have free weights and a mat and basically my fat body ass, which is great. Cause planking and, 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 uh, planking and leg lifting and flutter kicks and all the uh, mountain climbers and fucking all this shit. Um, like it's great. It feels good, but I think it makes the vices hit harder. Cause like when you have a cocktail and you don't work out, it's like, I feel like shit. If you have a cocktail and you just like, I ran five miles a day. It's like, man, 
It tastes way better. No, it tastes way. No, and when you the work, through, and no, no, and, and, no, no, and yes, right. No, no. I was saying this to a buddy of mine today. Like, like a cigarette. It's like, well, dude, fuck that, it, I worked is, out. I haven't had any alcohol since Sunday. Oh, like, I, I fucking hurt. I mean, I live. I mean, again, shocking. Sh- thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> as shocking as it might, as shocking as it might be for uh, campers, you know, counselor Nick. I, I live like a really monastic life when I'm. Uh, like during the, I mean, during the week in general, particularly when I'm on a staff, mm. like writing when I'm working and I, and I, and I'm, and I work on, I write, I write a TV show. I'm on a, one staff, at least one staff a year for a good chunk of time. So I can't, and I just can't, the days of the, like the, 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 that, that hilarious decade when I wrote my worst shit, but I thought it was my best shit from was like that the, the odds. No, yeah. Like when, mostly like my twenties into my mid thirties when you know, you like smoking a pack of cigarettes and drinking while writing and you thought you were producing like the best shit. And right, then you right. realize it's like, good God. Like I like, like I pulled out some old fucking, like my manager asked me, like somebody was looking for something specific. So I went down like memory lane and I was sort of like looking at some old files and I was like reading some old scripts, but it's like, it's like fu- reading an old email. No, no, but it was funny. It's a war. I mean, it's funny. It's, like, it's actually, it's more painful than like looking at those weird emails where you used to like try to like get a girlfriend back via text. My or, like, emails from 2000, from like 2002. I don't know who I was. <laughs> like you always look back. You're like, God, I don't re- like I was so like silly and dumb. And, but like looking at your emails will be like, who the fuck was that? No, I, oh my I was God. putting, I was putting ellipses. The three periods for anyone that doesn't know what that is between like everything like I was putting like 10 ellipses in an email. I'd be like, hey, how's it going? Dot, dot, dot. Uh, my day's been pretty good. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. New York is good. I was like, what the fuck am I? That's the hilarious. Jokes were you know, horrible. You, know, you should have been like fill in the blank. Oh, oh my God. God. No, no. Even like emails to uh, like, like, like to jobs. I was like, they were horrible. That's hysterical. No, no wonder I was fucking had to just walk. They got the worst. No wonder I had a temp. No, well, yes, you no. Know, I mean, literally, I, I I read a script that I was convinced that I wrote that I was convinced. So I was convinced I was going to sell in a bidding war and like on on the spec. Market. Well, that never happens. No, not only does it never happen, but I but I but I was laughing about it because at the time I remembered I was reading the script. I was like, God, I remember I was like telling people. I mean, this is like real fake it till you make it shit. But I remember telling people like, I got I got a fucking script, man. And it's about to go out. No, and you know you have no fucking idea. You can pretty much speak anything into existence except like shit that has to do with Hollywood. If you sit down and write something, and be like, I'm going to sell the shit out of this. It ain't going to sell. Gonna Hell no. No, never going to happen. <laughs> no, I you mean, can like, be no, no, excited no, no. about it. I, no, I mean, like, again, but when you put that juju on it, it's not selling. It's not even. It's not even going to sell. It's just like it was just funny to me because it was like the belief. I mean, look, I, I, I reading the script, I have to say, God, I admired my confidence, and I would say. That like, because I did believe it, that I was going to sell in a bidding war. So I like, so like the, so the one thing where I was like, God, you know, I had fucking balls, and I, and they, that paid off because mm-hmm. I never gave up. But at the same time, I was also like, God, I was a really bad fucking writer. I'm amazed anybody ever even decided to represent me and take a well, shot. I can't believe the last drop sold. When I go back and read it, I'm like, what the fuck? We, we made, we wrote a comedy about sobering up. Sobering yeah. up's not a funny thing. It's like a but that's probably why. Yeah, but that's probably why it's sold. I mean, that was, no, like, that's it, the thing you people know, like the irreverence totally, of it. Yeah. Like, well, these guys wrote like a Kevin James comedy about a guy with a drinking problem. And it's like, no, alcoholism's like, but that's when we sold it. They were like, they didn't say that, but I think when they were, their notes were like, you guys have a more serious movie here than what you wrote. And we were like, oh fuck, I, you're kind of right. Right. 
Right. But that, yeah, but that's what I always loved about it. Cause it was sort of like great. Cause I was like, Oh, it's a fucking leaving Las Vegas is a fucking laugh out loud comedy. Yeah. If like Jay Roach directed yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> because it was like, it was funny because the guy was such a menace. Yeah, totally. But um, I mean, a good menace is. Listen, I mean, again, I, I I don't know if that because you mentioned falling down. A good menace, a good menace comedy, man. Like I, we haven't had one of those in a while. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, again, I don't I, even I, know how you do comedy now. I mean, no, I, not to be one of those no, bros, you but can't, I, no, you I, can't. No, no, you can't. Because by the way, I'm the, not even trying. At the risk of being triply, quadruply canceled, like I watched, not only watched, bought and rewatched Woody Allen's Deconstructing Harry. Oh, it's a good movie. And I was watching it this week. I'm like, this fucking movie, man, is fucking. Hilarious. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, I mean, also, I, you know, again, I will say also in, in retrospect, hilarious that like Woody Allen in that movie, when, when he's not playing, when it's not the fictional version, Woody Allen in that movie is making out with prime Elizabeth Shue. Um, having a thing with like some of the most. Does he have a thing with Julia Louis Dreyfus, or is that someone no, else? That, that's the fictional. Oh, okay. Got, well, yeah, got that's it. Richard Benjamin. In one of the most oh, one it. of the most sh- unbelievable scenes I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> where Julia Louis Dreyfus goes down on him, and a blind woman comes in. Wait, that's right. And he's trying to finish, and she's like, "Hello," and she's like, "It's okay. It's my grandma. She's blind." That's right. That's right. And that's like that's like season five, Elaine Bennis. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, in that I fight. know, and you're just shocked because it was like you're like, wow, she was like, yeah, this is the role I'm going to sign on for. But you did because it was a Woody Allen. Yeah, movie. of course. But it was fucking hysterical. I mean, even Kirstie Alley's in it. Demi Moore is in it. Toby I mean, McGuire's in it. Toby McGuire is funny as fuck in that movie. He gets like an Asian prostitute, doesn't right, he? Right, and he's <laughs> right, and he goes to uh, Melvin Birnbaum's house because his friend had like a stroke and is dying, and he's like, and he's also, by the way, he's a shoe salesman, so he's got the extra cash for like this hot Asian hook. Her, and then he's like fucking her and it's the best sex he's ever had and then death comes and is like Melvin Birnbaum he's like I'm not Melvin Birnbaum but he's told everybody he is and they take him away I mean like uh, the guy like wow this like just turned into like a these shots are very Cohen brothers oh yeah <laughs> this is a very like this shot of the this like high council of western guys I don't know it's very those kind of it's very Cohen brothers but uh that fucking Woody Allen, like, God damn it, his fucking movies are good. Like, they're so good. Yeah, they're incredible. They're great. Hannah, like, and, her, Hannah and her <laughs> Hannah and her sisters is uh, is a is a masterpiece. That's the one where I can kind of look past the uh, the vice. <laughs> I can look past the deviants. Right, they're but, fucking so good. Right, but he's a, but but what funny about deconstructing Harry, which I forget, is he is a true deviant. He's he's boozing. I'm just the talking home. about his off screen deviants. Oh, he's off screen, right? But in that, he's kind of himself. I mean, he literally says it. He just he loves horrors. He, he like he, he had <laughs> some of the fucking funniest lines. I've actually you know he loves horrors. He's he literally. There's this great scene where he's with a prostitute, and he goes, "Okay, I want you to tie me up, hit me, and then give me a blowjob." And she's like, "Okay, you want me to tie you up, blow you, and then hit you?" And he goes, "No, no, 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 no. tie me up, hit me, then give me a blowjob." Order is very important, mm. and it's like fucking hysterical. And God forbid, God forbid, any of that shit is in anything today because you'd have fucking people outside waving flags, shouting, screaming. Right, right. Like yeah, it wouldn't open well. No, or maybe it would. Uh, no, probably no, wouldn't. not a, well. It would open well because maybe because 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 the because the critics would be like fucking hosannas screaming about 
how offensive it is because right. God forbid your main male character says something in the movie where he's like, you know, I'm just my whole life. I've had this problem where every woman I see, I imagine what they'd be like in bed. Well, listen, I have to be honest. Uh, this is Nick's gut speaking and I'm probably get canceled for this, but this is why nighttime, the nighttime pods are the best. Cause I've had, a, I've had a few stickies. <laughs> I have in most of my adult life and male life always st- dealt with that same sort of thought in my head. I have plenty of women who I'm friends with, who I work with, who I do stuff with and all this stuff. It, I absolutely at times in my mind, I'm like, I wonder if they're good men. What's going on there? I'm sure they're thinking the same thing too. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, again, we have not now, by the way, maybe, maybe what, maybe what we need to do is write the female version of deconstructing Harry. Ah, I mean, it kind of did it. They kind of did it. Well, I mean, Amy Schumer kind of did it with train wrecked a little bit, a little bit, but they didn't go full deconstructing. Well, no, because I mean, but now Amy Schumer's, but Amy Schumer's managed to cancel herself. Yeah, you don't really see her much anymore. Well, she, she's also canceled herself in this whole Israeli, you know, uh, Middle East and uh, that yeah, man. I'm not even going to. We're not. I'm not even going to touch that at, 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 at camp tonight. But I will say, like, but one of the things be, just, I've been I've been hitting it hard on the past few episodes. She got. <laughs> I've been diving into. No, it. This is I'm where, not even going to dive into it. But she got it. She said some shit. But I mean, the funniest thing is, she literally at one point said she was like the funniest person in the world. Or was at one point. Oh, wait. I think I saw that. Oh, that guy. That guy. He's been in, in uh, every... He's been in... So, I think that actor's name is Rippy. I think he... He's like the guy who's probably like, can I can I get something other than Westerns? And his agents are just like, look, man, you're like... Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, man. we can't put look, you in dude. a rom-com. Woody yeah. Allen saw your tape. He didn't like it. Just yeah, sorry. Westerns. Yeah, you're not going to... You are not going to be a guy on the Upper West Side that Woody Allen runs <laughs> yeah. away with way, way, way with your wife. Whit Stillman didn't... Uh, he didn't respond <laughs> to your, uh, your audition tape. What, the, what is that actor's name, actually? I think it's he's, Rippy. He's I think great. his last name is Rippy. Oh, he's a great actor. I'm trying to think what else he's in. Uh, just, uh, all Western. Was it Western? Um, but, uh, but no, that's why I need to get... That's why I need another Instagram break is because... Uh, I'm at like it pains me to not do it because I I love the campers and I love the audience, but uh, you need breaks. Yeah, well, listen. The good news is is it's only <laughs> it's only uh, it's only November. So yeah, right so, so, you got so a we full got, two we months. Got, we got six weeks. We're gonna get some great. Yeah. We're gonna get some great. We're gonna get some great uh, grams of you and I at uh, at at our at our usual uh, Christmas haunt with the yeah. with the Dickens carolers. That's gonna be great. But uh, no, you know what it is? It's the and and I totally understand the the like the. I'm not even. Not, it's it's don't even touch the Israel the Middle East <laughs> fucking crisis. Not You're even better off not, not even. I'm trying not even to think about it. I right understand. Now. I it's it's not it's it is worth it, but it's not worth it because you're just gonna piss people off. So I don't even fucking go there. But like you see, I'm 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 just I'm sick of uh, this is the same feeling I had in 2015 when uh, when um, I'm trying to think. It was back when Instagram. It was back when they they started the story feature. Oh right. And you see, you sit there like I'm just hanging out on a Saturday watching, you know, fucking summer school, and it's like you see on on everybody's story like, oh, that person's on a boat. That person's skiing. That person's in Greece. Oh, that person's in New York. So, like, what am I doing with my life? And it like starts to get into your head. No, it's like, yeah, no, you're yeah, doing yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're you're just chilling today. Uh, and I don't have the, 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 I don't, I don't want to show I mean, everybody the, where I, I mean, am. Listen, the amount of Raya explosions on your phone right now, I think you're doing <laughs> just fine. Um, but, but no, I, I need, I missed, I missed that month that I took off in 2017. I loved it. 
And then when I signed back on, it was actually kind of like maybe going back to a school, visiting again to like an alumni weekend and being like, man, I just don't connect with these people anymore. Like that's actually kind of what I felt when I got back on Instagram after like a month off. I'm no, like, for I don't sh- even, why am I even on this? I don't even, right. I miss, I always miss people, but I don't miss people on there. Cause it's a different, you're seeing a different person when you go out to dinner with someone. And then when you see them on a big t- a million, a million. Like, well, dude, I feel like everyone I, has their I, social I, media energy and their presence. And I, I just need a break from it. But no, I, but I'll, have, I, I'll, I'll still be making I memes. Cause once, 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 once the cabins are painted <laughs> and the, the linens are changed February, I'm going to fucking, yeah, come yeah, out yeah, once, we, yeah, once we, once we clean, <laughs> everything out with the Lysol. Yeah, but I will say, you know, I rem- I mean, um, I feel like we talked about this the last time I was on it. You know, I, I you know, there is, I mean, getting off social media is so great because you, when you don't see somebody, my dad told me this great story and uh, this is a good story I'm allowed to tell because he won't make us take this episode down. Um, but my dad was saying how, you know, through some interesting handle of advice, of advice events, he was hanging out with some old buddies of his from high school. He hadn't seen in 50 years. And he was saying, you know, here we are, we, we are in the ninth inning of our lives lives mm. but they had all this wonderful time together and they hadn't you know and there was this again you're talking about a 50 maybe almost 60 year gap in their lives and now they got together for like a fun weekend where they all were together and um it was a really great story that my they dad, shouldn't get too sad though because i've seen some great ninth innings in my uh, big, oh no no like no 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 what no no actually no but no no and to be clear it was not a sad story it was a cool fun story so but i found but the but the reason that what you were just saying sort of reminded me of that is that you know my dad's not on social media so he he saw he he saw one of these guys at a birthday party again it was just one of these it was one of these like sort of the way we used to be events, you know, right, you, right, you, you, right, know, you right. come into somebody's life after X amount of years, you have no idea about it. And I have found one of the reasons why I, one of the, I think one of the quiet reasons social media can be so fucking bad sometimes is that, you know, you think, and certainly when you've had like nine cocktails and you <laughs> slide into somebody's DMS or in 10th grade, um, that that no time has passed between you know that period in your life and now you know social media just makes you forget almost that you're aging or time is passing uh-huh. you forget about your own life it, it almost it just as you were saying you know you forget about your own life you forget about your own experiences you know these are things you want to share with blah 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 so and so who you're meeting in the now not in the past you know if you're looking behind your whole life or you're looking at somebody's present, which makes you think about everything that's happened behind you. Then what the fuck? You're not going anywhere, man. You're just fucking there. I, I, I don't know. Leaving Facebook has been great. Instagram, I, I like. I pop in occasionally. I, I do spend way too much time on there, and not even really posting. Just like looking. You go to the explore page, and the next thing you know, you're in a rat. You see like, oh, this video of uh, Notre Dame, Florida State from '93. Oh, I'll watch that, and the next thing you know, you're just like on another video. Well, that shit's <laughs> addictive. Like, well, that, like, I mean, oh, God, no, I no, 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 I, no, no. I banned my child, my banned my older child from TikTok and all that stuff because it's like your attention span is really important, and you need to sit with me, and you're gonna watch. Right, right. You're gonna watch Ghostbusters from beginning to end. Mm. You're not gonna pull out a fucking phone. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna yeah. sit through. You know, if I had to sit through Killers of the Flower Moon. Don't don't worry, I won't make her sit through. Killers. You did sit through it though. 
I did sit through I it. I haven't sat through it yet. Oh, you still haven't seen well, it? Not, I thought it was on, I was going to watch it last night, but it's not on, uh, it's not on Apple TV yet. Oh, God. So well. I watched the social network instead. Oh, Which shit. is still perfect. That movie's still perfect. Well, speaking of, yeah, well, speaking of like, uh, everyone's back at school, Scorsese is doing a uh, screening tomorrow night, WGA, and Spielberg's going to moderate the q and ah, I don't like Line, Q&As. Line's going to be right out the door on that one, baby. You couldn't pay me to go to I that. I tried to go to see Dream Scenario. I mean, it, I mean, it was so funny because it's like literally the actor's strike ended. My fucking email is blowing up awards season is a back and hyperdrive. Yeah, seriously. And, um, I, there's, I, I, I'm sure I, there's just too many fanboys at those. No, no, I don't, I, dude, I, I don't, I don't, I would first, first of all, I'm, I, I'm still recovering from killers of the flower moon. Did uh, you like it though? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I want, look, I want to love every square. I, I want to love by all the way, of I want to love But okay, here's and, again, I just want I've heard it's great. Like I know, the board. I, I'm not really sure who who who's <laughs> who's actually writing these. Listen, See, Scorsese, the Scorsese is a ma- listen. Scorsese is a master. <laughs> is it better than the Irishman? Yeah, um, I mean, fucking Airbud too is better than anything's better than the Irish. I mean, I yeah, but I, Killer of the Flower Moon. If it's better, it's barely better. I mean, look, mm. I love this. I mean, again, visually, visually, visually. The first ten minutes, if you're gonna, and if we're gonna go down this, uh, down this, down this road, the first ten minutes, I mean, the first eight minutes, from a cultural point of view, if you're gonna have a white guy film anything about Native Americans or the Osage Indians, it's better than all three and a half hours of Dances with Wolves, hands down. Looks uh-huh. fucking fantastic. Right. Fantastic. Just give me shelter. <laughs> No pace, but there's no pace. Now, I mean, the problem is, I'm not going to give anything away, and, and people should go see it and obviously form your own opinions. But I'm like, like, okay, like the first hour and the last hour would probably be all I need, and I'd get it. Like the whole uh-huh. middle part of the movie, I, I, I to quote Marshawn Lynch, I'd, I'd be, I'd be, I'd fall asleep standing up. I mean, if I, I felt like a dirt bag going in because I got like I went to a four, four o'clock show, so I got a, a a wine in like a forty ounce cup, you uh-huh. know, one of those creeps. So when I walked in, I wait, where did you see it? Grove, got it. IMAX. Was it crowded? Packed. Well, that's. I mean, well, that, that ultimately that's good. That yeah, like I was happy. Prestige no, movies of course. are and doing it, well, and and, and, it sh- and look, uh, you should see this movie on the big screen because right, it's because right. uh, of its scope. See, would, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me, I, I can't. The Irishman, I was fooled. I can't. I can't. I was fooled completely. Uh, believe me, you'll be. <laughs> believe me, I I went. I was so. And by the way, of uh, one of my best friends uh, and a, and a wonderful artist and filmmaker in his own right loved Killers of Flower Moon. Oh, I've I've heard a I've heard and, and so I went more positive in, than negative. I went in. See, I've heard only negative. Interesting. All right, got it. So I have not heard. I mean, he's I'm the hanging only, out with the wrong people. He, clearly, where are you? <laughs> what are you hanging out in Venice? Uh, but um, but clearly, no, mostly I'm letterboxed. Yeah. <laughs> But the only person, okay, but he's the only person that, but now he's a person whose opinion I respect. So when I, when he and I have dinner in a, in a week or so, I'm going to, we're going to argue with Wait, I who? Ju- a buddy Alfonso, oh. the guy who directed my pilot. He made a wonderful, oh, movie. he right, made a yeah. great, he made a great movie. Me, Earl and the dying yeah, girl. Right, he's right. a great filmmaker. Yep. yep. Anyway, I'm, I don't know. I have a lot of questions for him, uh, but he I loved it. He thought it was, he's seen it okay. twice. See, I feel like directors will never not like a Scorsese movie because they just, they're too 
They're like blog boys in 824. Uh, by movies. the way, I'm usually like that. But I, again, the whole, honestly, the whole time I was watching Killers of the Flower Moon, I was, I knew the time. I, I felt the time. And I was like, wait a second. Where's the Marty that made Goodfellas, which clocks in at nearly two hours and 40 minutes? Uh-huh. Where's the Marty who made Casino, which is three hours? I can, watch, so I can watch, just... I can watch Casino from beginning to end every fucking day. Because it's so, because the music's great. The music, it's but snappy. The, but it's all pacing. Yeah, and right, I'd say right. the same thing about Oppenheimer. I thought Oppenheimer was great. It did not feel like a three-hour right, movie because right. yeah, the, the pacing is fucking fantastic. You're constantly moving. This movie, it's like it, like The Irishman. There are long scenes where I'm like, what the fuck yeah, is right, happening? Right, right. Why is we still here? Like, right. I mean, so I don't know who 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 I should be mad at. The editor, the the the, the blah blah blah. Well, like, Scorsese is, seems to want to. He seems to have no problem. He gets like snippy when people complain about three and a half hours. But it's like, man, just make it three. You can't tell your story in no, three. No, but he, listen, you can tell your story and listen. You told Casino you needed three hours, and I was with you for every fucking minute. No, of that. there's not a there's you not know, a piece of fat on that movie. Don't give me this bullshit that suddenly. Like, but you know what? Honestly, the funny thing is, is though, I was thinking about this too. He's also like what. Like you yeah. know, maybe as you get older, you slow down. So yeah, you, you don't you need, do coke anymore. Yeah, you, things need to slow. Right, you need right. to think about things. So your own pace slows down. So you're, you know, you're, you know. <laughs> but by the way, for the rest of us, I'm like, I was embarrassed walking in with a fucking forty ounce of wine. Everybody sitting on my row was like looking at me, hoping I'd like dole out a sip. And when it was like two and a half hours, and everyone realized we have nearly two hours to go. See, that's the problem. It's t- when you hit that two and a half hour mark because that's a long movie. Two and a half hours is a long movie. Very it's like, long. man, I got to another hour of this shit like i saw the seventh seal uh the new beverly the other night have you ever seen that yeah a long time ago which is a fucking real dreary slow movie but that was a 97 if that had been like 130 i would have been like fuck this i would have walked out <laughs> not that it was bad it was just so like no, 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 depressing you, in middle no, ages pa- no, no pace listen pace i get yeah, it it doesn't mean i've even learned as a writer too it's like pace 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 like you know okay like tell the story like i used to be super precious about my dialogue because that was my thing i was the dialogue guy and everyone's like oh nick writes great dialogue and i would i fell in love with that and i'd be like yeah i'm gonna write this fucking great scene and then you'd realize now when I look back at some of those scenes, I'm like, God, that'd be great on a fucking off Broadway show on like a Friday night with like three hottie hipsty chickies <laughs> and like, you know, a couple stoners who came in from Fort green, like, uh, you know, and that's it. But like for the theater, maybe good. But I mean, on screen, it's like, you know, move, 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 story, story, story. You got to move, move, move. You do have to move. Uh, that, uh, yeah, I, I can hold, I, like, it's not that I have a poor attention. I have good attention, but uh, I don't like scenes that don't need to be there. And I feel like the, when you have those three and a half hour movies, it's like, did you really need that 30 minute or what? Even if we're like a 15 minute scene. No, it's just funny. Like, it's funny. Yeah, no, again. That nothing happens. And it's like, like Titanic. That's all. Everything needed to be there, right? And it moved every. <laughs> and again, James Cameron. Even the Godfather. Jay, I mean, Jesus Godfather Christ. Too, they all like everything I mean, that's there. Cameron's. Needed to be there. You know, I mean, look, Avatar Two is a fucking drag, but I will tell you this: that fucking last hour and a half is just pure set piece action, mm. and it is like I'm in. Yeah, and, no, but and, I mean, again, the casino. Uh, when was Wolf of Wall Street out? Because Wolf of Wall Street's another one. That's another masterpiece. That movie's great. I feel like Wolf was the one before. Uh, Irishman. I feel it like that might have been last night. And that was, but I feel like that was the movie immediately before, or was it Silence? 
I think it was silence, but uh, Wolf of Wall Street is is, is fucking three fantastic. hours of just fucking brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. It's, it's, and by the way, I want to. And by the way, I also like campers. I didn't. I mean, like I went. I, I had such high hopes for the Irishman. We talked about this. Um, I wanted to. I wanted to love it I more was than any movie. So I've ever excited seen. for it. I'm like, oh, it's a fuck. I mean, I read the book. I heard you paint houses. I was like, fuck yes. There was a lot of cool. There had a lot of potential. I'm going to get a refill. I'll be right back. You, you know, let's uh, talk about Lou Diamond <laughs> Phillips here. Well, his hair is, um, wow, I've been on a solo pod in a, in a while. <laughs> uh, but but I, I'm trying to think if these guys were, because you have the Brat Pack that was like the Rob Lowe, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, and then you have the Frat Pack, like the Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, Luke Wilson. But like, I wonder if the Kiefer Sutherland, Charlie Sheen, Christian, like, I feel like that was a pack. I, I don't know what pack that they're because uh, again, like I said, it was Young Guns, uh, Flatliners, Three Musketeers, and uh, and another one. Uh, I mean, you could throw the Lost Boys in there, like Young Jason Patrick. I feel like they're a pack. They're um, I just don't know what they would be called. That's the problem. Uh, you have the Rat Pack, the Brat Pack, the Frat Pack, and I'm willing to say that these guys are a pack. I just I can't put my finger on what their pack. Is. These guys feel brat packy. I guess Emilio Estevez was definitely in the brat pack. No, he was, but then he's in this pack too. Like Kiefer Sutherland is not a brat pack. Kiefer Sutherland, there's like Kiefer more. Sutherland is his own pack. And then Charlie own. Sheen is not a he's not a brat pack. He's in this pack. It's like the uh, I don't know what it is. And then there's uh, Brandon Noisy who used to call the whack pack. That was like the Whit Stillman actors. Oh yeah, uh, and like. Um, uh, Kind of cro- like uh, you could loop in like the Noah. Like I feel like Noah Baumbach. But yeah, you could loop in the Noah Baumbach with Stillman. Great, this guy's a great actor, though. Artie Call, not him. The other guy with the beat mustache. He was like in it's a lot point. of Sean Penn movies. He's always this guy. This guy was a villain in so many movies. I yeah, feel well, like- he looks like uh, he looks like store brand uh, Bill Paxton. He looks like Bill Paxton and Kurt Russell like combined. Yeah, totally. That's a good. That's a really good uh, mixture. But no, the whack pack. It was it was actors that you see in Noah Baumbach movies and Whit Stillman movies. God, I, that's right. They're just like Chris kind of Eichmann like, was that guy. There's Chris a real. Was um, actor. There's a real. Uh, there's a real. Um, those movies just have a, uh, they're fuck. I don't know. I, I don't really love no Bombach movie. Like, I don't like kicking and screaming. I know people really revere that movie. Oh, there's Ruck. Kicking and screaming. Was Not that the, the Will Ferrell one? That, the, the, no, no, the no. I know. No, kicking, yeah, no. Kicking and screaming. Was that the one where they're all in college? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Parker Posey's in that. I think so. Yeah, I mean, not, I know did people, age, it did not age well. My I don't brother, like my, it. my no, my brother always said this really. It was really funny about it. Noah Bomb before Noah Baumbach made this in, like weird transition. I guess it was like right. I guess he started being taken seriously um, with Squid and the Whale. Well, yeah, which prior, is a great movie. Which is a great movie. I mean, that's one of my favorite lines: "The fillet of the neighborhood." But, um, but. Um, before before Squid and the Whale, he made some really fucking wacky movies. The movie he made before Squid and the Whale was a movie called Mr. Jealousy with Chris Eichmann, who is definitely the leader of the Whack Pack. Wait, he I was think in, I know you're talking about. Yeah, because he was in Metropolitan. He was in Kicking and Screaming, and he was in... Um, oh, Josh Hamilton's in the Josh, Josh, yeah, yeah, Josh Hamilton's Hamilton. in that crew. Chris but like, yeah, but Chris Eigman was yeah, like the big because yeah, he, he, he did he actually he actually did he did a Whitstone he did with he did Metropolitan he was in Whitstone oh the last movie. days of disco last days of disco yeah, yeah. and he did a bunch Barcelona. of Baumbach Baumbach movies he did and then he was in uh, he's in um, 
fuck, he's in something. Or no, I'm thinking of Josh. Him and Josh Hamilton are very, uh, it's easy to mix them yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. But, okay, so, but, but movie before, the movie before Kicking and Screaming, and props to a great poet, Will Scott, my uh, brother, shout out. Uh, if you don't, <laughs> uh, you, if you, if you're not familiar with uh, his, his work, he's got a wonderful book of poetry out called Westerly. Go buy it at your uh, nearest Amazon. It's Westerly. 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 Fucking great book of poems. That's a good title um, for a book of poems. Yeah, it's good. It's, I will say it's a good book of poems. That'd be, that's a good name for a book of poems and a boarding school. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, well, it's got a real, it's got a real boarding. It's got a real new Englandy vibe. Uh, anyway, so, but before kicking, before skid, squid in the whale, bound back made a movie called Mr. Jealousy, which is yeah, I just fucking saw it, wacky. Yeah. It's a wacky movie. It's Eric Stoltz, Chris Eichmann, and the wonderful Annabella Shiora. Uh, yeah, she is for great. everyone. Eric you know, Stoltz too. Eric Stoltz is in it. Is Stoltz in it? Stoltz is yeah. Stoltz, he's the male lead. Oh, that's right. It's not. Yeah, it's Eichmann, Stoltz, Annabella Shiora. That's right. It's it's a fucking wacky movie, and I remember my brother and I watched it, and um, my brother goes, "Man, the guy who made this movie has a really fucked up relationship with women." Because there's a lot of like themes in Mister Jealousy that you can hit on kicking and screaming. After his first date at age 15 ended with the girl making out with the other man at a party, aspiring writers treated all his girlfriends with jealousy suspicion while dating. Room. It is a wacky new, and Peter Bogdanovich plays like the. Head of a group therapy, uh, uh, like a, it's fu- it's a very wacky old '90s New York indie. They just do not make those movies. That's no, literally a movie where you literally just do not make it. It's like shot through. It's like such a Woody Allen thing. Every- well, that uh, that type of person there, there he is. That's the that's the guy that took over for Palance. I bet. Yeah, Coburn. Yeah, uh, they don't that because that type of kid I don't think exists anymore. Because they're like kids in that movie, or they're like early twenties. Because kicking and screaming, they're right out of college. Right out of college. Well, but they're Mr. acting Je- like uh, they're already in their thirties. I mean, Mr. Jealousy is literally like kids in their twenties. I mean, so, but no, these are like adults. They're like late twenties, early thirties. Oh, okay, got it. I mean, I mean, clearly, I feel like Baumbach was writing all this shit. At this, I mean, kicking and screaming is like Bombback graduating college. Mr. Jealousy, Bombback. Strug- oh, I see. Got I feel it. like struggling. And then semi. Now he's writing fucking Barbie. He's wrote, I mean, that's I, which is crazy. I mean, what a career. I mean, look. No, I he's, mean, t- he's definitely talented. I mean, uh, Marriage Story is a great movie. I think Marriage Story is fucking great. I mean, listen. Now that I'm thinking about it, Mr. Jealousy. You kind of like it. I think you like it. I do kind of like it. (laughs) Well, no, because it's like one of these good, like, you know, Brandon used to talk about this too. It's like one of these good rando, like Upper East Side. It's got, it's, even though it's not on the Upper East Side, it's, it's mostly in Brooklyn, but it's got a real Upper East Side New York vibe. And they do not make those movies anymore. No, and then Ed Burns came along and he was like, what about the, what about the guy from Queens? (laughs) He's like the, he's like the Queens, Bernoa Bombach kind of. Kind, I mean, kind not of. Not kind of, he is. He is. No, he is. No, he was He was also the king of like, hey, there was a bunch of out-of-borough <laughs> guys who like to uh, drink Heineken, okay? Well, because it's like the we're Upper cultured, East Side. We're cultured. We drink Heineken. The Upper East Side is not, uh, that's not all of New York. And I think Ed Burns is just like, what about what, what about uh, uh, Woodside? 
What about Woodside? It's on the Upper East Side. What about Woodside? And he just Woodside. leaned into that. No, Bay Ridge. Or Bay, Bay Ridge. Bay Ridge. He, just went no, he leaned in. Listen, he leaned into like, <laughs> Na- I mean, Nassau He's County. just like, there's more than one borough in there's this. There's more city. than one. But he's, he, first of all, he jumped around. Ed Burns just was like, hey, there's not, it's, not just, it's not just the Upper East Side. It's called Bridge and Tunnel for a reason. No, you I'm love from, that. I'm from Long Island. But in the middle of my giant fucking fucking running streak, I'm gonna do a movie with Bon Jovi, <laughs> and we're gonna play a, a bunch bon of yeah, Bon Jovi, and we're gonna play a bunch of dirtbags from some dirtbag town in Jersey. Oh, it's called Bridge and Tunnel. No, that's his TV show. That's his TV show. Wait, what movie did he do with the Bon Jovi? The movie he did with Bon Jovi, I think, it was called Never Going Back or Never huh. Leaving. It was it was Ed Burns. Um, this is a classic Ed Burns movie. Ed Burns, Lauren Holly. His cast is so fucking funny. And John Bon Jovi. And, um, and wait, I think I know this movie. And in it, yeah, and in it, like Lauren Holly, this is like peak Lauren Holly, like post right right out of right after Dumb and Dumber. And was this the movie that got Bon Jovi cast in Valentine's Day? Probably, <laughs> or New pro- Year, New Year's Eve? Probably. <laughs> probably. Bon Jovi was like slumming around after the Young Guns 2 soundtrack. But he literally like Bon Jovi, like literally like Ed Burns was like, listen, listen. You're Bon Jovi, I'm Ed Burns, okay? But here's how we're going to do this, all right? I'm going to be the hot guy that shows up in town. You're the fucking nerd with the girl that I had, but you got my sloppy seconds. And I'm going to come in town, and I'm going to Ed Burns my shit, and you and you uh and you don't get the you know and, and you don't get the girl. Okay, I get the girl because I'm at birds. <laughs> and Bon Jovi was clearly like, okay, I like it. You know, I, 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 why not? I'll, I'll, I'll do some acting. At this, <laughs> at this point, he's like, you just had Jennifer Aniston was in your last movie. That's right. It was Jennifer Aniston, and that Mikey was, McClone. That's, she's the one. That movie's yeah, good. She's the one. Is all right. Well, he had. I mean, he came out strong, and then just, God damn it, did it fucking fall off quickly. It really. Fa- I mean, his. Well, he, he lost I feel his like. Well, no, I mean, I, well, again, he's like. I mean, because he was like a classic, like mid nineties peaker, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm going back to like this mid nineties vibe of like everything. It's fucking hysterical. Well, you know what it is, is like that. That's the problem. Like that, that upper east side is, it, it works. It works really well in, in movies. Cause it's just such like a funny, snotty, degenerate kind of area. No, well, offense no, 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 it is. It's just it, the, the biggest shit bags in the world. And they're all like criminals. And, and I totally, I, it's not again. It, the problem is, it's like, it, like the, it's the Upper East Side gets or it gets sort of. There's a there's a there was a level of movie that used to be like New York was like it felt it was such an appealing place that you wanted to live in. Like, I mean, reality is caught up with social media and everything where it's just absolute bullshit. But I mean, so you grew up, you thought of these movies. It's like it, when Harry met Sally, um, you know, any, you know, or any Woody Allen movie, uh, the early Ed Bur- I mean, Ed Bur- like you're the one which had a Tom Petty soundtrack, yeah, which was fucking great. Cause the, Main song in that was a song called Walls, big, and that was, was a, a good get. song. I mean, come on, like I was like, you know, I remember that movie, and I was like madly in love with this woman at the time. Um, and well, I was not. like, you know, the movie, but the movie when you think back about it, see, it, what's funny to me is like people want to cancel Woody Allen, which is fine for his unsavory life outside of it. Ed Burns though wrote a movie where like Cameron Diaz in that movie paid her way through high, in the whole. There's a whole plot thing in in that movie where Cameron Diaz was a hooker in college. 
Anyway, it was very funny when you watch it because you're like, Jesus Christ, this is such a fucking. This is this is okay. I understand where why why there's there is a bit of a rejection of '90s pop culture in some ways because this is an absurd plot point. <laughs> I mean, there's no Woody Allen movie where a woman like uh, like when in like towards again later movies like Deconstructing Harry and um, and. Um, what the hell was the other mighty Aphrodite? Okay, yes, there was the, these sort of hookers with a heart of gold thing. Oh yeah, right. Which is very, which I guess, which I would totally agree I mean, plays woman. into. I know which plays into like <laughs> guys who are very canceled. I mean, like James Toback and Jerry Bruckheimer. I mean, I mean Toback's alive, canceled scumbag. Bruckheimer died with more drugs in his body. Oh, you mean you Don know? Simpson? Oh yeah, Don Simpson. Sorry, Bruckheimer, I just got canceled by him. Uh, I guess that, <laughs> I guess my general with him next week is over. Um, <laughs> But Don Simpson, I remember reading this like absurd story about how like Don Simpson, like somebody like Toback told this story, like it was like a charming story. He's like, yeah, Simpson was with a hooker, and uh, and he put the hooker on the phone with me. He's like, listen, I've been with this girl for like eight hours, and she knows everything about Kierkegaard and Floyd. Just talk to her and put her on the phone. And Toback's like, it's not a charming story. So I talked to this hooker, and she was really smart. And like that was sort of like none of that. I mean, later on in Woody Allen career, there was like the sort of a hooker with a heart of gold smart shit but like um most of the women in Woody Allen movies I'm no I'm this is going to be a lightning rod edition of Camp Good Boy <laughs> but uh you know they were they were well written I would I would I would I would argue they were very well written but uh you know it's funny that the more deviant the behavior was in Hollywood the better the movies now everything now everybody's really like pretty buttoned up and well behaved and I feel like the product's suffering a little bit <laughs> right, totally. A little bit. I mean, there's still great movies that get made, but like, well, when- no, 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 because the executives don't let deviant behavior make it to the screen. I don't. Is my argument. People get so nervous. Well, yeah. Well, there's, there's that because they're not deviant, but that they, they are deviant in other ways. But like the 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 drug use, the psychopath behavior, and then the movies were fucking fantastic. Yeah, the product was just great. Now everything's a little bit more buttoned up, and the, it it comes off in the movies. They're a little bit more buttoned up. Well, again, the notes. Again, I mean, the notes. <laughs> I mean, the notes that people give and get. I mean, Jesus H Christ. I mean, I won't even. I won't even bore our listeners with the things. I, I, I'll just say. I did this twice, and I mean, listen, it was a it was a pure money grab, and it was great. But I wrote two pilots for Apple TV. And um, they had purchased it from anyway. The point is, is that it was a dark show with dark characters. And the note that we got as the writers was that it was not aspirational enough, you know. And again, it was the time was early on in Apple TV, so they were they were just getting started. Which at the time seemed to me fucking insane because it's like. You're a trillion dollar company. You sell fucking phones. You're now gonna like you're gonna you're gonna like wade into like content. Right. Well God, which I also know is also cancelable world, man. Don't shoot content anymore. We won the strikes. Anyway, you know, but they Wait, were, they don't want it to be called content. I'm just kidding. I can just I can just see a few like, you know, writers assistants who are still marching around the studios with their pickets being like, Come on, down with content. But uh, um, 
Um, oh, you, that's William Peterson. Fuck. Okay. No, that's not William Peterson. That's no, James Coburn. No, the other guy. That's <laughs> William Peterson. <laughs> Look at that mullet and those fucking chops. Dude, on to him. live and die oh in my life. Lord. No, but okay. But the point is, is that like they asked me, they, like they gave me notes that were absolutely impossible. And mm. it was sort of one of these things where I said to the, my producer, I said, do they know what they bought? Because yeah. they were like, they were like, we need this to be aspirational and this stuff and that stuff. And I was like, yeah, I get the note. What does that mean as in regards to a note? Well, um, well, the whole point of the show was like, it was like a, it was a magic. It was like a, it was a like game of Thrones meets traffic. And Ooh. it was like this idea that like the cartel was like run by demons, like the actual demons and the devil. And that they were hunting a, like a Sicario who was a fallen angel, but he was like a superhero and he could save a neighborhood and the neighborhood was Boyle Heights in LA. And it was fucking great. We made the pilot. Tom Waits was in it. It was great. And then Apple and then Hulu passed because it was too hot to handle for Hulu after they spent a fortune on us making this pilot, which was great. And then it was a superhero comic book show. And then um, Apple was like, we want to do it because visually it was it was like undeniable on the screen. Uh, but then they wanted it to change it, change it around. And then, of course, like you could not present East L.A. or anybody living there as like drug dealers, criminals, this or the Have other been thing. To East L.A.? Right. And I'm just sort of like, I was like, OK, I understand your concerns, but. But we don't have a show if East LA is fucking utopia. Like, right. let's be real here. Like, there is no neighborhood in LA. You can in Santa Monica or fucking Boyle Heights or fucking the Palisade. Like, crime exists. Period. It's human nature that they're going to do bad things. Right. So if you put it in a neighborhood that's predominantly Mexican or predominantly Latino, or you put it in a neighborhood of predominantly white, you have the same, you know, or anything. I understand your fears, but there is no show without it. Right. Right. And right. they were like, try to make it aspirational. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, maybe we'll put some more fun. I don't, I mean, literally, how do you handle a note like that? Yeah. Because, and again, the fear of course is that the, but by the way, and this, this is, and this will bring us into the great fine. I got, this is the fucking <laughs> drinking on the pod is great. This is going to bring us full circle to our pod tonight. Um, is that like, so all these fucking motherfuckers who also now are prescribing to this impossible task, which is to create a, a world where everything is aspirational in the ghetto. Okay, no, no, not everything is aspirational in the ghetto, and not you're not going to fix the world. There is a you cannot fix the world's problems. No one, no one, no one, no one, no one, no real human being truly believes that dead Palestinian children is a good thing, or that it's it's deserved or any of that stuff. But when everyone's out here trying to change the fucking world. One like movie at a time. One movie at a time. Oh, right, one yeah, fucking right, protest right. at a time. <laughs> right. You know, they're missing the real point, which is that, ladies and gentlemen, your political correspondent <laughs> is back. Yeah, and it's, really? and it's time to get real. Donald Trump is going to win ah, the 2024 election. I've been thinking the same thing. If you don't get your goddamn <laughs> fucking heads on straight, right, motherfucking now, you dumb motherfuckers. Yeah, he's got a lot of a, he's got a lot of momentum right now. He's going to win the fucking. <laughs> uh, by the way, by the way, there's video to prove this. I believe 
Brandon Murphy filmed it. Where I am dancing at a Hollywood Hills party in 2016, <laughs> going Trump, Trump, Trump. What Trump. that? Yeah, I was and everyone was mad. Everyone was so mad at me. And Scott Rosenberg was like, "You can't come up to this party and say Trumpy, Trumpy, Trumpy like he's going to win." I'm like, "Scott, he's going to win." He's like, "You're a fucking idiot." How much blow did you do? Well, here's that? the here's the the counter to that is that nobody thought he was going to win, and then uh, everybody. But mm, it's it's tricky. Because I, I was have, I was thinking because nobody nobody took it seriously then and nobody took it seriously now but do people take it seriously now because he did win? Um, here's so what it's I'm, like now you do have to take it seriously. It's actual like no, a reality. Here, no, here's what I'm gonna here's here's <laughs> what I'm gonna tell everybody right now. I stopped watching the news. I've been watching the news in like two months. And yeah, because the news is terrible. It's a great way of yeah, life. No, it is because you, you, yes. That's why I'm getting off Instagram for a month. Yes, you need, by, I but need. listen, okay, listen, listen, watching the news is terrible, but I'm just going to say right now that like, I am, I, I, I don't know what it is, you know, like maybe I'm psychic. I don't know, but I might be. Um, when it comes to politics, this is well. Actually, that's actually I am saying this is how I got the job as political correspondent at Camp Cowboy. No, I mean, it, was it was a an very extensive search. It was a very rigorous <laughs> job interview search. I had to meet with you, and back in the day, I had to meet with you and Brandon like eight times. Right, f- four with you, four with Brandon separately, and then six together. It was really hard. <laughs> and uh, these guys know their politics, and um, <laughs> but. Um, like I have a, I just know in my gut right now that he's going to win. I think so too. And, and so all these assholes <laughs> out there, but then I just say to myself, maybe they're all these assholes just like, like love protesting and breaking shit. Maybe that's, maybe that, maybe that's the thing, because I will say this, you're so fucking busy. And by the way, um, let me tell everybody one other thing and I'm not even like taking sides or making any of my, and by the way, these opinions are not mine. This is just a fact. You're everyone who's so anti-Israel and pro-Palestinian. Where the fuck do you think Donald Trump is going to land on that? This is the guy that tried to institute a Muslim ban. So you <laughs> guys are running around being like Biden's not doing enough. Biden's not doing that. That's okay. You can debate that all you want, but if you're out there fucking burning shit down, and then for all these quote unquote, and then for all these not a quote unquote, sorry, we'll remove that. Then for all these <laughs> Muslims who are out there being like, we are not going to vote for Biden, we're going to vote for Trump. What the mm. fuck do you think Trump is going to do to you? You better have your fucking citizenship shit locked down fucking Ooh. tight because he will fucking deport you the second he's in charge. This is a guy that is telling all of us, telling all of us, every single one of us, he's got people who are going to invoke the Insurrection Act on the day that he takes office. Wait, what's the Insurrection Act? Okay, it hasn't been used since the Civil War. It will give... Trump the power to deploy the military domestically oh, right. in American city. He wanted to do that in 2020 in the Floyd riots. He uh, wanted yeah, to right, send, right. he wanted to send the military into the cities. He right. wants to use the military on his own people. He like, he's <laughs> like, he's that guy. He is that bully. He is, he is the guy from the preppy gang wars of the nineties that I barely survived. Um, which was like, it, it, you know, if it, 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 it was like, who has the most back? If you have back, 
i.e. like people behind you, you can do whatever you want. So right, he right. wants, so he and his people and it's, and you can find it on project, uh, or I think it's called project 2024 or either project 2025.com or .org. Uh, it is a blueprint for what they're going to do if they get power again. This is Trump. And the first thing they're going to do <laughs> is the insurrection act. So it will become like handmaid's tale, blade runner, all those dystopian right, American. Right. I future feel like it's going to be like illegal to like, if like if the late night shows like make fun of him, I feel like he's going to make that like an illegal thing. Yes. In any sort yes. of artistic way. Yes. You know what I was like, <laughs> you know how it is in Russia right now? That's what he right, wants right. this to be. Like if well, you make fun of him, you get, you go to jail. Right, like Russia, <laughs> right, right. Russia is the, I mean, Russia under Putin has been the, has had the illusion of a free society because they have, they have capitalist, um, but it's, there's nothing capitalist about it. They steal the, your fucking money. So like you and I could have a successful movie franchise and then somebody associated with the Trumps could come over and take a piece of it. Uh-huh, right. What are we going to do? Or like if just they don't like it. Like I feel like he's going to get rid of all f- like art forms. <laughs> so that's what I, that, that's my big take. It will be. This, no, all the art forms will be of like of of him being like remember in Home Alone 2 I show up because I own the Plaza Hotel. And if you want to film in the Plaza Hotel right. and I owned it. Well, I feel like the only movie that they'll air is Home Alone 2. It's just Home Alone 2. Right. The only movie you'll be able to make are, are, are origin stories of the guy who tells Kevin where to go. Kind of, yeah. I, I no, I feel like he's gonna really just cause listen, it's, listen. Because it's all not I can good. Say, it's, I, feel, I feel like he came, he, he came at it with such a dark form of like hope in the, in the twenty sixteen. It was he gave those people that voted for him like hope. Because, right, but listen, like the this, is, this, no, is, this is no, like the revenge sell, tour. He, but, but it is a revenge tour, but nobody <laughs> cares because, by the way, like, well, that, I mean, yeah, by the way, he matter, fucked yeah, things. Up, by the way, he fucked things up so badly that no matter who would have fucked, it, you could, it could have been fucking Jesus Christ himself could have won the election in twenty twenty to f- unfuck the fucking that he had fucked everybody with. Like, would have been impossible to fix in four years. <laughs> right, and then everyone, especially for a guy who's eighty, and then America. And then America is a bunch of creepos that they, I mean, again, this country is just filled with fat fucking lunatic <laughs> losers who are like, the economy, yeah, the economy's bad. It's been bad for a while because we've like, how bad is it though? The problem is that Jones is pumping right. No, no, no. Here's the, here's the problem. It's not that the economy's bad. It's that the American dream is bullshit. And then everyone realized has been realizing in the last 20 years that it is bullshit that like the white picket fence, the 1.2 fucking kids and the ability to buy a home would be there for everybody. But then George W. Bush fucked it up for everybody because he like went Reagan on steroids and was like, listen, you know what? You can afford a fucking castle with a fucking hot tub and a pool and a massage therapist and a fucking movie theater and a wine cellar. Even if you're a fucking janitor, you can get that fucking house and we're going to make the banks fucking get it for you. Mm. And everyone went for that because that was it because it was all consumption consumption. And then a bunch of idiots decided, yeah, we can do that and we're going to make money 
Nobody makes money or is rich in this country unless they're born into it. If you're not born on third base, your goal should have always been, let me hit a good double. If I'm lucky, maybe my one of my sperms or one of my eggs produces a Warren Buffett. And maybe, maybe that's the lotto ticket. But instead... You get the, a ground rule double. Yeah. But no, you're, no, no. Let's, let's just assume everyone gets a double in life, right? That was the, the original... The, and this worked. After Roosevelt and the post-World War II boom, everybody got a ground rule double. Everyone was born on second base. Mm. You got... You got a you got a good life. Hey, hitting doubles are great. Fuck yes! Like you you hit it right into the gap in like left center field, and you right. get that second base. I mean, yes. I mean, I, and you know, I know our campers are smart enough. We don't have to go down this road. But then, like <laughs> you know, but then like Reagan comes in, and it just Ooh. opened up the floodgates. It opened up the floodgates, and here we are. And and there were always richer people. Even for the there was always going to be richer people. I mean, Franklin FDR was a rich fucking guy. He was a really, really rich motherfucker. Uh, but he knew he that, had that wheelchair though. He, I know, but nobody knew that. Like we only know that back <laughs> oh, then. Oh yeah, right. You nobody just heard his knew voice. back then. Nobody knew. Right, right. And they did everything they could to hide it. I'm just like you know. And this is again. Oh, man, and by the way, and by the way, this is another thing about the woke left insanity. And this is where I'd even say Spike Lee, who was the reason I even got into movies in the first place. Huh. But he, but he was like the thing about Oppenheimer. Was it Summer of Sam? Do the right thing. <laughs> right. Uh, Summer of Sam's a horrible movie. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's some great moments in Summer of Sam. I mean, again, that, that, but see, that's a movie that's got pace, so I could still watch it two and yeah, a half hours. No, sure. two, two and a half hours. There's other. I think that uh, Summer of Sam is not Spike's worst movie. There's way worse ones than that one. Girl Six is fucking. Yeah, brutal. he makes some weird movies actually. He goes off. Like on why the fuck did he make and school, day, and school days is fucking terrible. I don't. Th- I don't. Re- I mean, no. I mean, I don't really go see his movies. Uh, I don't know. I just. I never do. I mean, I just do the right thing. Malcolm X. Twenty um, fifth hour. Um, oh, Inside Man. Inside Man is fucking masterpiece, dude. Right, right. And it's not that he's not talented. I just um, no, no, I don't know. no. When he's not preachy, he's fucking yeah, right. really good. Inside Man is hysterical. I mean, the best part one of the, I mean, because it's like such a New York movie. When the Sikh comes out and they're like, he's got a bomb. He's got a bomb. He's like, I'm not a Muslim. They're <laughs> like, what the fuck is on your head? He's like, I'm a Sikh assholes. I'm like, this is like great. It's that's great New York. Yeah, for he, sure. he's, he's always got the great New York chick jack. But I mean. But anyway, we're all, uh, we're just fucked, man. <laughs> Everyone in America, we're just so fucked. We're just a TikTok generation bunch of fucking idiots, and we all look at the goddamn sphere in Las Vegas like it's a fucking Mars landing. It's dope, and I'm stoked, and I'm going, and I bought tickets. Well, who are you seeing? You too. Wait, I so fucking, they have a residency? Then. Yeah, and I fucking uh, hate you too. I fucking hate you too. But I bought the tickets, and I'm going. And you know I'm gonna, what though? That uh, that uh, streets have no name. That opening will be pretty cool at the sphere. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm gonna go to the. <laughs> thing i'm a, i'm as dumb as the rest of you uh because that but like everyone in america looks at this fear like we can do it we can no we can't do a goddamn thing because we, we are literally 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 a year away from electing a fat cholesterol ridden piece of fucking garbage child rapist scumbag motherfucker <laughs> president again because why 
Well, because Biden's a hundred and fucking thirty years old. I know, but he's. By the way, he. <laughs> he by the, the way, optics. he's just he's just more frail. I mean, Trump is well, just I mean, injecting Trump is like four fucking. Years Trump is injecting fucking Ritalin into his fucking fat ass. I mean, Jesus, Biden. Yeah, Biden's frail. I get it. He's got a stutter. Trump. Trump can't set any fucking sentences right. If you listen to him, he makes no sense. He sounds like I do after I've had 40 of the fucking whiskeys. I've only had three so far on this goddamn podcast. And he, I, I'm just, hello, folks. Wake up. Potters, campers, <laughs> good boys. Get out there and fucking stop this man. You may not like Biden, but I'm telling you right now, Trump will win if we don't Unite and, and I don't want him to win I guess the point is is I'm throwing <laughs> out The goddamn rules What about Robert Kennedy <laughs> Fuck that guy too I mean how, what does he think he is Running for president with that voice of But his? he's fucking hot Larry David's wife And she's fucking hot <laughs> So he's gotta be doing something right But you can't like the, the, I'd rather have the guy have, I'd rather have a president have polio Than the way he talks It's just like he sounds like he's He, he will never get What, is, what does he we have don't I don't want understand any of what these, it is Here's the problem We don't want any of these people So here's the It's like a fight to the death it's like our generation, yours and mine, Phil. I don't even know what our generation is called. Z, X, B. I know I'm millennial. So oh, yeah, that's right, because you were I, born in 1993. I always forget that. Um, <laughs> I'm on the good end of millennials that didn't, that like experienced the 80s. You were born in 83? 82. Yeah, eight, same year as my brother. My brother, Tootsie, you guys are not, you guys Tootsie, are not millennials. E. Okay, this is a this is a <laughs> this is a fallacy. Yeah, right. No. That's, that's, that's been claiming me as part of Generation X because I'm on 78. Yeah, I don't like getting looped in with the millennials. It's offensive. You, we're, you and I are fucked because we're 70. We've got the four-year difference, 79, 80, 81, 82. But Brandon was born in 79, right? Uh, 78. 78. He was 78, too. He was always fucking lying. Son of a bitch. It's like Langley. Langley, love you. But, I mean, you know, she's <laughs> she's had four 40th birthday parties. Um, but I don't know how, because there's two ends of the millennials. There's the ones that didn't have all the internet and social media, and then there's the ones that had that had it in a very my early. My sister was, my sister is a millennial. My sister was born in 1991, so she is a true millennial. I feel like that's a millennial. I feel like 82. You're like, you're, no, you're 82. You're like my brother. My brother, like my brother isn't even on social media. But listen, campers, I don't care if you're fucking Gen X, a boomer, because I know we got some boomer listeners. Dad. Got a lot. Dad, this one's not coming down. Um, we got millennials, everybody. But anybody who's 18 and over who is on this podcast listening tonight. <laughs> this is your chief political correspondent, your chief former COVID correspondent, your current but also former Hollywood WGA strike correspondent. Now, now that the strike's over, it's at the, where the political be- begging, season started. Begging and pleading with all of you to think long and hard. You might have the greatest political beliefs that you're probably <laughs> right about. But I'm telling you fucking right now, if you don't fucking get behind Joe Biden, we are fucked. There will be no Camp Good Boy. Phil and I will be dragged <laughs> out of the pod and shot. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. I was like, I, I like uh, going back to what I said, I feel like anybody that goes against him or makes fun of him, you're out. You're done. You're done. It's illegal. I'm done. It's like illegal to make fun I'm of him. By the way, I got a lot of anti-Trump shit up Ooh. there. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet. And I don't, I, you know, I, no, well, that's why I got it's up. Coming, everyone, man. It's I, coming. Everyone was so angry. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I, I can't look at this and it's a waste of time. 
That's why, and that's what I'm feeling about Instagram. I don't, I don't think Instagram is a waste of time with what I'm doing because I know that I, I'm entertaining people around the world. <laughs> but I, it's it, it is still a waste of time, kind of a little bit. Just being on there is yeah, it's starting get, to yes, wear on me. It is, it is wearing. But get out. But if you're on there and you like it, and you like, and you like, you know, usagirls.com or idf.com <laughs> uh, or whatever. Uh, you know, get on there and just you know say your words. And uh, for the and for the campers that lasted this long, the last forty five minutes of this pod have been fire. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get in some shout outs, but I know I was thinking about that. I was, and I, I don't watch the news, but I think I saw. I forget what I saw. I was just like, it just feels like uh, it's like with COVID. Like he had no momentum, and Biden had all of it. And now it just feels like it's been flipped. No, it's been flipped, and it's a very dangerous. I'm very worried. Um, well, on that, on well, that, on that note, let's do some shout outs. Some shout outs. <laughs> so, sorry for missing the past two weeks. I, I, that's truly what it has been. It's been, I wake up and I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to do the pod. But it was self care. It was self care. <laughs> it was self It was self care. We're work, moving them back. We're, in 2024, they're moving back to the nighttime. Yeah. The, night, the nighttime is. You the will right never, time. you will, and by the way, you will not hear me in the daytime ever again. <laughs> no, the, but then I'll go back to, then the nighttime will start to get irritating and I'll go back to the daytime. It's, that's just, that's how it works. Anything goes here at camp. Welcome to camp. Um, all right, let's get in some shout outs. Let's go back to the, uh, let's go to the last post. Uh, hey, shout out Nicole Spivak. Shout out! Big shout out! Hey, uh, shout out! Uh, Betsy Linz. Shout out! Shout out! Hey, shout out! Street Hawk sixty six. Shout out! Shout out! Hey, shout out! Uh, Total Betch move. Shout out! Shout out! Hey, shout out! Beto Gato. Shout! Hey, Beto Gato! <laughs> I fucking love you. Hey, shout out! Annalise Artworks. Shout out! And shout out! Uh, PDGA Rodman. Yeah, right. Shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Thanks for listening. If you are listening. Bato Gato, I'm coming for you. I don't like missing the show, but but, uh, yeah, it was the daytime. And Comet. Comet fucking abandoned me. I'm trying to do the day pod. I'm not trying to watch Grimm. I'm trying yeah, to watch Young like, Guns yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, you know, look, it's probably good for you, man. A little break. You come in fresh. No, that's the thing. For fr- you know, the February fr- pod is going to come in real hot. No, but like you come in fresh, even when you're taking like you you know you're doing it twice right now. Not 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 every week. I mean, no, every, week a, yeah. be, every week can be tough, man. It is, no, it is tough because like it literally. This show's about <laughs> it's about nothing. yeah, but it's a great no, but it's a good show. You get you you know you get you bring in great grat you bring in you bring in great guests and um you know um so you know you gotta. Got to keep it. You got to keep it loose. Keep it sharp. No, you do. But I. Uh, it's weird. I'm, I'm. I can't wait to hit that deactivate button. I, a stroke no, of midnight. I can tell, no, I can tell right now. Stroke you're, you're, of midnight. You're, you're, those muscles from all the <laughs> Pilates you've been doing are tensing as right soon now. As, as soon he's as that flexing, clock hits gr- Raya girls, he's flexing. It looks good, girls. Hopefully, and hopefully we'll be at Agua Caliente Casino when the oh, clock strikes gonna, oh, midnight. By the way, we are going. And we, I, we're going to do I'm some a- pot. <laughs> by the way, by the way. Campers, some of our last, one, the last episode I'm going to appear on, I'm, I'm announcing it now, will be recorded if I can, if I can twist Phil's arm in the desert. In the desert. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, the, you know, the thing is that I deleted the dating apps last year and I thought I was done for good because I thought a certain romantic interest I can't believe was going to. have not, I can't believe you've not connected with my, uh, one of my work colleagues. She's like, Beautiful and funny well, match and hilarious. With? Match with, yeah. Oh, I don't know what her, what her name is. 
We'll, we'll, we'll talk offline. Well, last year I, I deleted the dating apps because I thought a certain romantic interest was going to proceed forward and it didn't. It was like, I'm done with these fucking things. I think this is for good. Uh, that might have been a little uh, presumptuous of me to, to think that way. But then I got, I had this, like, this whole farewell to dating apps. And then like three months later, I got back. I don't farewell to dating but apps. I, farewell. This is what the, you guys, are, are we all sensing a pattern there, campers? <laughs> But that break, the break that I did take last year dating, it was like a four-month break, was fantastic. And then when I got back on, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't mind being back on these things, whatever. But Instagram, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, it's going to, I've, it's been, I've been grinding on there since Camp Good Boy started that I, I deserve a break. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> By the way, just a weird continuity thing. So they're in a whorehouse in Young Guns 2 and, um, Kiefer Sutherland's in a bathtub drinking shots and in the four and then they out of focus there was definitely an out of focus tattoo on he his, had it on his oh, shoulder God, they didn't right, put it out right. so it was in the movie Anyway, hey, that's, anyway uh, I'm that I'm that asshole I still but I'm I'm still trying to think of a name for this pack uh, this pack, this like fl- the flatliner pack, the the Sheen Sutherland flatliner. Yeah, yeah. Estevet. Wow, look at these two. This was the. I feel like in the West you had sex at O'Hara's. You kept your boots on constantly. <laughs> um, the, and these whack, guys were it's not, not the whack pack, the brat pack. It's not. It's not the clearly not the rat. Clearly not the brat. And it's not the whack or the. Whoa, frat. is that it's Ian like, McShane? Wouldn't surprise me about these guys. Uh oh, here they. You know come. what? I've never been a big Western guy uh, unless it is the Unforgiven or High Noon or um, that's kind of it. I don't love Western. I can't get into. <laughs> yeah, them. I don't either. I they're mean, all it, the same. Yeah. they're like uh, it's like fucking um, boxing movies. <laughs> they're all they're all they're literally all the same. Well, on that the note, suspenders over the pajamas in a horror. That's the best. Walking out the of long, a yeah, no, 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 the long johns with the suspenders. <laughs> Running out of a whorehouse with a shotgun to go confront and all, guys yeah, wearing right, tor- and, holding right, torches, and everyone, and everyone bonds in a whorehouse. <laughs> but the Unforgiven that you've seen, the Unforgiven. Oh, that's great. That movie is that, unbelievable. That's so great. Like, and shout out to Gene Hackman. Gene, I know you uh, love the pod. You're over ninety. Fucking keep going. I'm going to see your buddy Dooves. Yeah. I'm he, heading out to the, I'm going, heading out to the horsey farm a week from tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, gonna be, I'm so excited. I mean, that was the most prolific writing. Uh, oh, so that you go there to write. I mean, I go there, I go to the right, I go there with my, go there with this, these wonderful friends of mine. But, um, uh, I'm very excited cause I, I, you know, that was a great year of writing when I was out there. So I, I'm kind of excited, uh, to get back it's out there. It's that Duval energy. It's the Duval. It's also, <laughs> by the way, it's the well, energy is beautiful. It's a, yes. It's also just like, you know, I mean, I don't know the energy of writing. I'm I, like, I'm in a zone. I'm probably more, I'm gonna, probably going to turn off a lot of listeners tonight. Cause I'm not in my usual jaw wacky mode because I'm no, like, this is camp I'm, after dark. I mean, I'm, it is camp after dark. <laughs> it's I, I, the cocaine dealers on the way folks. Comet uh, is not on. We don't have a horror movie on the, 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 the bright sunshine no, isn't coming I, through no, the windows. I, it's fun. I mean, it's, you know, look, I mean, it's one of those rare things. I, you know, this is why if I'm going to get I'm gonna do one of these shows on series Philly. I'm going to, we're going to do it together. Um, <laughs> You know, it's fun when you're when you're actually like writing on a shit TV show and staff. You know, it's just like everything. Just that you just you're just working and it's fucking great. It's a I very love freeing. It. It's a freeing. It's a wonderful feeling to not be on strike and writing again. Which, I don't like. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like not working. I really don't. I hate it. I hate just like doing nothing. I'm not into it. Yeah, it sucks. That's why. And that's another thing because then when I, if there's a period where I'm not working. 
I like, it's nice to take like a two week break just to like get your head on. Right. Right. But then I'm like, God, I want to get right back into it. <laughs> That's why I, and I need to not be on Instagram so that I can focus. No, totally. it's because it's so much wasted time. It's totally. just wasted time on there that I'm trying to cut out. Totally. Totally. So guys, get your DMS in now. Get your, uh, get your, get everything you need. In and listen, motherfuckers, you need to register in. to vote. You fucking assholes. <laughs> like, cause if I find out, cause I'm going to know, cause Phil knows and we know. I'm gonna I, I, please, guys, stop Trump. Well, what about Joe Manchin? Fuck that guy too, <laughs> guys. There's no third choice. I get it. It sucks. It's Biden. It's not what we want ideally, but fuck ideals. Fuck ideals. I don't know. Maybe Trump will bang that uh, thirty milligram Adderall a little too hard, and uh, I don't know. As Lawrence O'Donnell said, the fucking Republican debate the other night was just like the group. The group that's there in case Trump chokes on a cheeseburger. It's right. not gonna happen. Right. Right. Not gonna yeah, happen. it's a shame because well, I like Nikki Haley. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> this has been a wonderful pod. I'm gonna come back, guys. Don't worry. No, uh, well, no, I, uh, there will be another pod before uh, next week, and then there will be uh, probably two or three in December. Yeah, no, the camp is still open. Camp is open. Okay, I'll good. still be at camp in January. I'll Are be you, painting the cabins and yeah, changing good. the linens. And I'll, I'll be helping. I'll be helping. I'll be. I'll be spraying the Lysol. <laughs> I gotta get new. Uh, I gotta get new archery. Fucking whatever. yeah, but <laughs> yeah, Phil's really jumping the lead here, folks. We got plenty of weeks. I here. gotta get some new ghost stories on the on the book. Phil's so uh, excited. F- f- listen, Phil's getting real ready to get so. <laughs> So fucking hammered at our Laurie's Christmas dinner. That too, yeah. Uh, but no, I'm excited about His my dad break. Dad uh, carry him out. So uh, stay safe out there. Uh, what's coming up? Uh, okay, so Thanksgiving's in two weeks. All right, so I'll see you guys next week. Stay safe. Gobble, Have a gobble. good weekend. Happy turkey, Talk turkey. Talk to you next week.